Welcome back to another episode of Bible Conversations. Today we're going to be talking about some verses that have been very impactful for us throughout the course of our lives. Well, welcome back. Um, if you've been keeping up with us these past couple of weeks, um, for about the past two months or so, we've been uh, going over character studies throughout Scripture, uh, looking at some um, uh, some individuals from the Old Testament as well as the New Testament, some that um, are some more well-known, uh, but some that really, quite honestly, uh, are not talked about quite often in, in Scripture. And um, and so we dug into that the past couple of weeks, but today we're going in a different direction, and uh, we're going to be looking at um, some verses that have been very impactful for each of us, Chris, and um, yeah. and uh, kind of discussing why. Yeah. Um, so, do you want to go ahead and, and get us started with the the verse that that you want to direct people's attention to? Sure. Yeah. So, um, I, I actually I'll be uh, writing a chapter on this for a book for Heritage University, Heritage Christian. They've uh, sent out an email request for. Uh, alumni to write a chapter of, of verses that are uh, impactful or important in your life. And so I, I picked this verse that, that I'll be writing about. And so by, by the end of June, uh, that'll be submitted and, and hopefully I'll be um, uh, published through Heritage. That'd be really neat. Not that it's my own book, but it's a part of a book. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'll go ahead and read Romans chapter 8 is where we're going to start, uh, verses 1 through 11. I'll go ahead and read it. And then uh, we'll, we'll just talk about it. It says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do. By sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh, in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us. Who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their mind on things, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if in fact the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone, do not, anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you. So this verse, uh, set of verses really, really stands out to me for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the first verse, there's therefore now no condemnation yeah. means we really need to look back at, at what he was talking about. And we're not going to spend a lot of time doing that, but essentially Paul is talking about the law and sin yeah. and, and that in Christ we are released from the law. Yeah. Um, well, and, and it reminds me of the song, um, uh, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. It's like a, a kid song. Um, oh. But yeah, that's where it comes from, Romans 8.1. Nice. I've actually never heard that song, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, 
So, so this idea that we are released from the law, uh, and and that Jesus is the one who who can can cleanse us of our sin, who who is there for us, uh, is is really important. He says the law of spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so there's this then uh, dichotomy, right, between the law of Moses and the law of the Spirit, the law of Christ, the law of freedom. It's mentioned a lot of different ways throughout the, t- the Scriptures, but but it's it's this old law versus the new law. Mm-hmm. And we are free in Christ Jesus. We're, we're not constrained. Galatians talks about how, how the law was a guardian until Christ came, right? It was essentially yeah. it was a prison. It, it, it held us in and... Uh, and and then Christ set us free. We we are we are able to live our lives uh, outside of the confines of uh, letter of the law type dealings. Yep. You know, not not that God only wanted that. God obviously desired mercy and and kindness and and service uh, for for all of His people, Jews all the way up to now. But but Jesus has set us free, and and the law could not cleanse us of sin. Mm-hmm. It had to be Jesus, and so. Uh, I find it really interesting. I'm curious what you think about this. In verse 3, he says, sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's um, saying like he was 100% human just like you and I are. Um, that's the, so important to the understanding of, of Jesus Christ is that he, while being 100% God, was 100% human. Um, he didn't get to get out of all of the 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 troubles that we go through. He didn't get to get out of all of the temptations that we go through. He didn't get to get out of all of the pain that we go through um, because he was also God. He's 100% human, just like you and I. He was tempted in every way we were. Yeah, as Hebrews. Yeah, he didn't sin. Exactly. Um, And so it's the likeness of sinful flesh. It's the likeness of, of... human beings who have sinned, yet he did not choose to sin, yet he did not fall into that temptation. And so that's just, that's such an important thing um, in understanding the importance of Jesus was 100% God and 100% human. And then we see what he did with that understanding. It it kind of puts it in a whole new light. Yeah. Well, and and you think about, you know, uh, Jesus having not sinned, Jesus being sinless, and being perfect, right? Yeah. There's there's this doctrine of of um, original sin that, yeah. that some people believe. Well, if original sin is true, then Jesus was born with sin. Mm-hmm. And if Jesus was born with sin, then that means that he was not the perfect lamb. It means he could not have been the sacrifice for everybody. And so I, I I've always found that to be an interesting uh, belief that somebody has because it falls flat on its face when presented with Jesus, right? Yeah. And so you've got Jesus who, who condemned sin, right? He condemned sin. That, that's an interesting thought that, you know, sin has been judged and it has been found unworthy of us. Yep. Uh, it is not supposed to be within us. And, and it's so that we might fulfill the righteous requirement, but we have to walk then according to the spirit. And there's a really, uh, very similar, uh, set of scripture in Galatians, Galatians mm-hmm. 5, that talks about walking by the, the flesh. The fruit of the flesh and the, the fruit spirit. of the spirit. Yeah. yeah. And and so, and it's the works of the flesh and the yeah. fruit of the spirit, right? And so yeah. it's it's the things that you do according to the flesh and what you receive from doing the things of the spirit. And and I really find verses 5 through 8 here in, in Romans 8 to be so so strong. Paul is so good in writing and his his words and saying what needs to be said. He says, to set the mind on the flesh is death, 
right? Not that it leads to, but that it is, right? It is death. And if you are in the flesh, you cannot please God, plain and simple, mm-hmm. right? And so if we don't have the spirit within us, if we're not living a life that is in accordance with his will, we cannot please God. There's nothing we can do that's going to please God. And so I, I find that to be really, really powerful, at least for my life, to understand I have to be I have to be living in the spirit. You know, I have yeah. to be doing the things that, that God wants me to do and living the way that God wants me to live. Um, and, and then verse nine, it goes even further, I think. It says, uh, if, if the spirit of God dwells in you, uh, you, you're, you're not living in the flesh. He says, but anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. Yep. And so then the idea of, of the Holy Spirit residing within us, right? We receive it, Acts 2.38. We receive the spirit of baptism. If we don't have the spirit within us, we don't belong to God. Yeah, we're not. We're not in Christ, and uh, and and that's that's such a a powerful thought to me that if Christ is in you, the Spirit brings you to life. The Spirit brought Jesus to life, uh, raised Christ Jesus from the dead, and so even though our mortal bodies might be walking corpses, so to speak, the Spirit provides life to them. And so I, I really just really enjoy this this section. Um, think it's. Just such a, I know I've said the word a couple times, but I think it's such a powerful section of scripture to understand yeah. the, the gift that we've been given and how important it is also to, to live the life we're supposed to live. So, um, I guess the question that I kind of have for you, um, as far as this verse is concerned is, I mean, it's kind of the title of our episode. Yeah. Um, but how has it been impactful to, to you directly? I mean, obviously it's a powerful passage. Yeah. It's a, a passage that we just say, wow, like, like, uh, this is an, an incredible gift. Uh, it's an, some incredible, um, uh, power that God is, uh, demonstrating, um, yeah. through what he's talking about here. Uh, but for you specifically, how has this been impactful? Yeah. So it, it's a faith building passage for me. Okay. Uh, awesome. To, to understand that the spirit does reside within me, that, that I am found in Christ, that I am saved in Christ. And, and that, you know, it, it is also kind of a, uh, a warning, right? If, if the spirit's not in me, mm-hmm. right? If, if I'm not found in Christ, then that's it. I'm dead. Right. And, yeah. and so it, it's, it's a faith building passage in the sense of understanding what it is that God has given us and, and understanding how, how grateful I should be to that. You know, that every day I should be grateful, not, not just on Sundays, right? Yeah. Not, but, but every day I should be grateful. Um, and, and that I really, I have to set my mind, right? He goes into in Romans 12, just a few chapters, right? He talks about, you know, the renewal of your mind, mm-hmm. right? That, that you might be perfect and complete. Uh, knowing the will of God. And, and here in verse six, he says, set the mind on the flesh is death, but set the mind on the spirit. And so he's already here talking about the mind, how we are to think, how we are to live, how we are to, uh, to, to what we are to say, what we are mm-hmm. to do. And so I think just that reminder of, Hey, I need to, I need to live my life in a way that is glorifying to God, uh, is, is just, it, it's been impactful for me over the last couple of months, really, uh, since I've started really digging into Romans, uh, and, and really it's impactful mostly because of everything else in Romans. You know, you, yeah. you get, you get to Romans eight. If all you read is eight, eight, one through 11, it's like, okay, I mean, yeah, sure. But when you read all of it in context, it, it really provides, uh, just such a, a wonderful example of God's grace and his love for us. Awesome. Well, and, and kind of going with that thought as far as what we, um, have our minds set on. Um, one of the verses that I was uh, going back and forth on, on uh, like 
the impactful verse that I wanted to share. Um, that I'm not going with it, so I'm just mentioning this in passing. This isn't my chosen verse for this episode. Um, but Colossians chapter 3, uh, verses 1 through 4, If then you've been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Um, when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Um, that's that's the idea that, hey, we're, we're to be focused solely on on heaven, yeah. on, on Christ, on, on, on seeking him, um, his glory and being found in him. Uh, yeah. that's where, where my life is. That That's yeah. where, um, everything that I spend my time, my energy on, that's where it's found. Yeah. Um, so along the same lines, um, the, along those same kind of thought processes, um, the verse that I wanted to share as, as being impactful for me um, is First Timothy chapter 2. Uh, starting in verse 1, it says, First of all then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a, a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good. And it is pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to know the knowledge of the truth. Um, the reason I find this one so impactful is because it's um, it's going to be the same kind of command for Christians, regardless of um, what like uh, generation they fall in, uh, yeah. regardless of what time um, the Christian has lived from when Jesus was around until today. Yeah. Um, and also regardless of wherever you find yourself um, in, in whatever culture around the world, it's going to be the same kind of command um, yeah. that this is how Christians are to act, that we are, are not to be um, the kind of people who are um, rioting, the, the kind of people who are, are um, trying to, uh, uh, to bring unneeded attention to ourselves for yeah. anything other than the cause of Christ, yeah. um, that uh, we are to to pray for all people, uh, whether you like them or not, um, uh, that we are to um, to lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way, yeah. um, that we are are to be absolutely outspoken for Christ, but other than that, outspoken in no other means. Yes, um, and that's just really been a verse that I, that I've held with me because it, it reminds me back to Colossians chapter three that, Hey, my focus 100% is, is just on Christ and, and, um, and my life is completely centered around him. Yeah. And when it is, then I don't have time for anything else. When yeah. it is, then everything else that's happening in the world I'm simply praying for them. Um, if things come my way, I will absolutely direct people back to scripture. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. Yeah. Um, and so I, I really like taking first Timothy two, um, and Colossians chapter three and seeing how they merge together. Yeah. Um, that our focus is on, on heaven. And when it comes to everything else in the world that yeah. has nothing to do with the Bible, then, that means it has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Um, if that makes sense at all. Yeah, um, that makes sense. I think there, there are things in life that we enjoy that are not necessarily, uh, you know, uh, according to the scripture, you know, such as going to ball games. Absolutely. Or, I'm not saying sports, that we are, we are or, yeah. to be monks uh, yeah. hidden away in the mountains anywhere. <laughs> yeah. But even when we go and do that, how do we act, right? Exactly. How do we respond? Who, 
you know, are, are we revering these these professional players? Are we revering these politicians? Are we revering these people as something greater than? Yeah. And the answer can't be yes, right? Yeah. And if we ever become one of those, we are still no greater, yeah. right? In fact, we are to be servants, the least of all. Uh, and so I, I think I, I think the verse is great. You know, we, a peaceful, quiet life, uh, godly, dignified in every way, as as that is good and is pleasing in the sight of God. And ultimately, that's our goal, right? Is to live a life that that's is pleasing, pleasing in the to sight God. Of God right? Exactly. Yeah. And so. Um, I, I think that's that's really good. And then uh, just the, that last part of the, that that ending sentence there, it's verse four, um, talking about a life that's pleasing to God, our Savior. Um, and then talking about God, it says, who desires all people to be saved and to come to know the knowledge of truth. Yeah. And that's why we can't um, remove ourselves from the world. Yeah. Because we still have a message to share. God still wants everybody to come to know the knowledge of truth. Um and that message is taken through God's people. Um, we have to to be in the world to share the message, but we can't let the world get in us. I, th- I think yeah. I've shared this analogy before. Christians um, are to the world like a boat is to water. Um, a boat, there's not really any purpose of it if you keep it parked in your driveway all the time. Uh, the purpose of the boat is to take it out on the water. Yeah. Um, but if the water gets in the boat... yeah. It's not usable anymore. The Christian has to be in the world in order for the Christian to be doing what we're supposed to be doing, to be taking the gospel into the world, to be sharing the message of Christ. But if the world gets in the Christian, the Christian can't do its job anymore. It's problematic, yeah. Yeah. You know, if if uh, if all Christians decided one day they were just going to live together in a community, we we're going to create our own little town, own little country, own little whatever, and every all Christians move there, that'd be really problematic. Yeah. Because then who's Who's going to go into the rest of the world? Absolutely. And I want to give you another analogy on the flip side of if all Christians just kind of join together and remove themselves from the world and live together. What if at the same time, every Christian everywhere decided, hey, we are all going to be talking about Jesus today. We are all going to be sharing our faith today. We're all going to be asking people, hey, do you know Jesus? Can I tell you about Jesus? Can I open up the the word of God and share something with you? Because yes, absolutely, I'm not going to diminish people share their faith all the time. Um, That is something that happens. But far too often we go days and weeks without opening our mouth about our faith um, outside of conversations with other Christians. Um, But what if just on one day, every single Christian in the entire world decided this is the day that I'm going to make sure that my friend knows the message of Christ. Um, The church would double in one day. I mean, it it absolutely would. It'd it'd be incredible Um, because there's some people who would have three or four friends that they bring to Christ. Some people would strike out, let's be honest. Um, But the church, the church would, yeah, such is life, but the church would double in one day. Um, So anyways, I feel like that's kind of off topic, but. No, I mean, that's, that's what God wants. God desires all people to be saved. Yeah. Come to the knowledge of the truth. And there are some people that don't want to be saved. And there's some people who don't want to come to the knowledge of truth. No. God well, still desires them. Why does them, the though. way that leads to destruction? Yeah. Uh, Jesus even said that. Yeah. And and God still desires them to come to the truth. Absolutely. Uh, and and I, I do find it interesting as well, you know, is the knowledge of the truth. Well, we know that, you know, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, mm-hmm. and the life. And so really God wants everybody to come to a knowledge of Jesus yeah. is, is what it boils down to. And so uh, that's, that's why we share him. So we share Jesus. So yep. anyway, that's uh, 
That's about all I've got today. Awesome. Yeah, that's about all for me too. Um, Sweet. So next week, I want to give everyone a little teaser. Um, We are having a a guest join us for our episode next week. We're going to be um, having a really good discussion about uh, spiritual gifts. Um, I believe we'll get a little bit more specific as far as it uh, comes to speaking in tongues, but it's going to be a great episode. Tune in next Friday uh, for that one. Thank you all so much for listening today. Yes, thank thank you all. Uh, I apologize for all my sniffling. Hopefully you've been able to bear it, but... uh, um, uh, allergies have, have not been kind to me this week. So It's that time of year. It is. <laughs> well, uh, thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to ask if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments that you please email us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. We've got a Facebook page as well as an Instagram account. Our Facebook page is very simple. It's just Bible Conversations. On Instagram, it's very simple, at Bible Conversations. Uh, look us up, like our posts, and share it with your friends. We also have a an opportunity for you to help us financially through a, through a store uh, via Kim's Closet. And you can find that. Uh, you can just type into Google Kim's Closet. We have a, uh, we have a link as well that, that we will be... Uh, posting in, in each of our episodes and we just hope that you will that you'll reach out and find us and uh, purchase a hoodie or a shirt uh, with the logo on it and that way you can spread the word without having to say a word so we appreciate you thank you all have a blessed week